It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Alstel. Hi, I'm James Van Alstel. This is Car con Carne, episode 709. And Chicago is known for its world-class museums. We've all been to the Field Museum, the Museum of Science and Industry, the Art Institute, but one of the more fringe entries to the museum landscape is new, and it's worth knowing about. The Medieval Torture Museum, it's located in the Loop, 177 North State Street, is the largest medieval torture museum in the United States. I'm not sure how many are in the running for that, but the bottom line is the biggest one is right here in Chicago. Paula Malone is the museum manager for the Medieval Torture Museum, and she joins us on Carquin Carney. Hi, Paula. I, I've got to guess or assume that maybe this museum isn't for everyone. Is that a safe bet? I, I think it is a safe bet. Um, you know, I, you see Facebook comments and, you know, you, you wonder, you know, you know, why they're even commenting, why are they on this website? It is not for everybody. So I would hope that you wouldn't come if it's something you really don't want to see, you know, but it is something that a lot of people want to see. It occupies a unique spot in the local landscape. I guess what's the, what's the mission or what's the vision? Why a medieval torture museum, to put it in another way? So I think the owner was looking uh, to educate and create emotion. Um, he, you know, Europe is full of some torture museums with torture devices behind glass, and you don't really see, you know, the big picture when you just look at the torture device. Uh, so he created a place where you have mannequins being tortured and torturing. So instead of just a rope hanging from a gallow, you actually have a wax figure hanging from a gallow instead of, you know, just the rope. So you can sort of see the terror in his eyes and, and see what it was like more than more than just a rope. As we're recording this, we're recording this on March 1st. The world's a scary place. You know this. I know this. Yes. What would you what would you say to someone who says, you know, don't we see enough of people's cruelty to one another on the news? What, what, why, why this, why should I go to this? Well, I think, um, you know, well, like it or not, this is part of our history. It is the medieval era. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot of human rights activists going on there. I think if you, you know, if you don't, uh, if you don't know the history, it's very easy to repeat it. Um, you know, so I think knowing your history is something that is important and you know we did make it interactive so there are some things you know you can get on a scale see if you weigh as much as a witch um you can get in a cage and see how that feels there is we did bring in an electric chair you can sit in the electric chair i mean you know so we added a little bit of an element of uh, to lighten it up a little bit i guess but there is there's an audio guide with, you know, history and stories about the, the people that you're going to see. The last man who died on the guillotine, you can hear his story, why he was why he was killed on the guillotine. You know, um, uh, uh, you know, some uh, activists who 
at the time was put on the wheel because he he tried to save some people from uh, the execution of the king who just had these crazy ideas. Um, you know, so you get his story, why he did it and, and what happened to him because of it. When you say interactive and you get on the scale to see if you weigh as much as a witch, how interactive is it? If I weigh as much as a witch, do I get burned afterwards or am I cool to keep walking through? <laughs> You're fine walking through. You know, uh, we did have to follow some Chicago fire codes. So um, <laughs> all the candles are, uh, you know, fake. <laughs> you, you mentioned the wheel. I, we all know what a guillotine is, I think. Right. Uh, but maybe people don't know what a wheel is. What, what is uh, the so, wheel? Uh, so it is just a giant wooden wheel where they would like strap you down onto the wheel and then they would take uh, like hooks and stuff and like shred your muscles and, um, you know, break your bones. So and let you sit like on public display attached to this wheel while, you know, the environment and the animals in the environment, you know, just, you know, head at it with you. So it was just a, a big torture place. Well, let's talk about there are hundreds of exhibits Let's talk about some of the things that are in there. Like I, I, in my head, I think I know what some torture devices are. I mean, I, I knew of the wheel. I know of the rack. Uh, thumb screw was it was a thing back in the yeah. day. But what what can people see? Like what what sorts of torture devices are they going? I I feel macabre and, and demented even asking you this question. What, what what kind of devices will people see walking through the museum? Well, yeah, you know, of course, you got the Iron Maiden, which is very popular, and then the Bull of Phalaris, otherwise called the Sicilian Bull, where uh, it was a metal bull that King uh, uh, Phalaris had made to burn people alive to make an execution and entertainment sort of element. Yeah. Uh, so you got burning at the stake. You've got, um, oh, well, torture shoes, masks of shame. Uh, violence of gossiper, uh, the the cradle of Judah. Um, let's see, Spanish horse is very popular. The Spanish tickler, um, you know, the hand mockery, where they, you know, you can see what they did when they before they cut off your hands. They actually put like splinters underneath your nails and <laughs> are nailed nails through your hands. You know, um, so a, a lot of stuff. I can't I can't even think of any more right now. I'm trying to picture everything, but there, there's a lot of stuff to see. These all sound horrific and they, they are horrific. They're they're torture devices. By your estimation, with your experience, is there one that you think it's just it's, it's show stoppingly awful, like worse than all the rest? <laughs> you know, people ask me that all the time. I mean, uh, right outside the office door is the, the guy being sawed in half. Um, the picture kind of haunts me a little bit. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, be skinned alive, being burned alive, being burned in a metal bowl. I, I don't know. I, I would hope I would pass out before yeah. before any major pain. But, yeah, I think they have a good quick pass out element. Uh, Are there people who walk through there kind of looking through their fingers, like holding it, holding them up? Kind of <laughs> no, I, I actually haven't seen that. But um, I, I think most people who do come kind of know what they're expecting. But. <laughs> There have been a couple people who like, uh, you know, went up the stairs and came down the stairs, you know, because so, <laughs> yeah. it, it does. I mean, just seeing the images on your website, it looks like yeah. walking through a haunted house, like just every every exhibit is eye catching yeah. and chilling. And right. The only just, I mean, haunted houses, you know, there's there's people trying to scare you 
we're not trying to scare you. Um, you know, so not, the mannequins don't move. Right. But <laughs> but it is. I mean, it, it's terrifying. It is. It's it's there's a fear factor involved. Same as a haunted house, I think. How long does it take to go through? So there is an audio guide, which is 42 stories. We did a ton of historical research to get you some stories. Um, if you listen to the whole audio guide and then you walk through and pull, turn and lift. And then there's also a ghost hunting app that you can do where you catch ghosts and see why they're haunting the museum. So if you do everything, it's definitely over an hour. We've had some people spend two hours here. The average person, though, takes about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, you know, they don't do everything. Sometimes they just hit the fun stuff, you know, which is fine. <laughs> um, but if you want to do everything, it's definitely over an hour. Is the ghost hunting thing that's kind of like an augmented reality thing? It's, on the phone? it's, it's an app you download on your phone. It's got like a little plasma detector. That's and cool. then you catch a ghost. And when you catch the ghost, you can open up a legend and read why they're haunting the museum and take your picture with the ghost or of the ghost. So it's just a fun element that, you know, uh, sort of lightens it all up again. Same as the interactive sure. piece. The location, I, I think, is so interesting. I mean, because you're right there. You're in the loop. You're, you're by the Chicago yeah. Theater, uh, the ABC buildings next door that I used to work in. How's the response been? Because you are a new entry, newish entry to the, the Chicago downtown landscape. Yeah, every week we're getting big, busier and busier. The weekends, of course, are, are picking up really well. Um, you know, I think location is part of it. I think the weather, you know, is is helping the mm -hmm. we just you know we no longer have the mask mandate and the covert restrictions are all lifted so i feel like this weekend it's going to be super busy um oh, yeah. you know so you know we're right on state street you know a lot of people in these hotels are just walking by and they you can see them like double take you know when you're sitting at the counter they they walk back and they look at it and then our barcodes right on the door you can see them getting the barcode and buying tickets so it's exciting yeah, staying at the Renaissance, enjoy a lovely <laughs> dinner downtown, then take in the museum. All right, right. So again, the museum is the Medieval Torture Museum. It's 177 North State Street. Uh, the hours, Paula, are? Uh, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Perfect. Thank you for doing this. No problem. Thanks for having me. This was fun. This was, this was really fun.